What is up, friends? Welcome to Healing Within with Jesse and Liz. This podcast is all about mindset, relationships, business, and spirituality. And if this episode hits you in your soul, send this to someone you care about. They will thank you. Believe us. And if you enjoy this podcast, send us a review, a subscribe, and a follow to help us reach more beautiful souls just like you. And with that, let's jump in to Healing Within. We are healing today and we are chatting about goal setting. You know, we just launched a podcast about imposter syndrome and Liz and I were chatting right before this episode and we were chatting about what our clients are experiencing, things that we really take on goals and our mission and our vision. And Liz mentioned something very interesting. She didn't share it with me yet, but she said that she has a different take on goal setting. So I'm interested. I'm sure you are too. So Liz, what's up with that? Okay. Yeah. Let's dive in. Um, as you all may know, I have my, I have a business, but I go about goal setting with business and life completely differently. And so I will just dive into setting goals in life because that's the different take on, um, a lot of things. So we've all heard, you know, what's a goal like losing weight, right. Or making money or finding the relationship of your life, or your dream house, whatever your dream may be. And we all have these like smart goals and all of these steps to make specific goals come to life. And I've just seen myself and plenty of clients go throughout this process of getting to their goal. And time and time again, I see two things. The goal always changes Mm. along the way and they get so caught up in trying to reach the goal that they don't stay in the present moment. They don't have gratitude for the steps that they're taking in the moment and they don't realize that the journey is literally what creates Mm. your life. Like that's what you enjoy. That's what makes you you is the journey. So many times we get to the goal and we're like, this is what we were fucking waiting for. (laughs) What is that? Like, and look, I know people who have lost hundreds of pounds and that is absolutely insane. But let me say something. If you talk to them, they do not tell you anything about the day that they hit that goal. They -hmm. tell you about all of the lessons that they've learned going throughout it, how much they had to love themselves reaching that goal, how much discipline it took to reach that goal. They talk about the day to day. They Mm -hmm. don't talk about what that day looked like when they finally reached quote unquote that goal. And so when coming to how I see it is I don't set goals in my life. I see my life as just a ever flowing, like fluid, I don't know, journey. And I really just try to stay present in my day to day. And I know I have things that I'm trying to manifest, but they're very broad things such as I'm trying to manifest, um, let's say like a successful business. And I said, I set goals in business, right? That's different. But when it comes to life, I try to attract abundance that can look different in so many ways. I find abundance. I got a refund. I went to a bachelorette party recently. Um, we ended up getting a refund uh, because we paid too much for the house. 80 bucks just got deposited in my Venmo account. Abundance, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like, if I had a specific goal of what I thought abundance looked like, I would have totally ignored that $80 as abundance mm-hmm. because I would be trying to reach what that one specific thing was. 
So that's a little bit about how I see goals in a personal life. I literally love how you pulled into manifestation because that was my thought as you were speaking about goals is like talking about how some people don't set goals, they manifest and that's like their goal setting. And when we manifest, especially when we manifest like abundance, like a goal is to make more money. So we want to call in, we want to manifest abundance. Like that is the manifestation that a lot of people call in. And there are so many times where we say, okay, my manifestation is to make 10K. Like for all the coaches out there, 10K is a magic number that you want to hit. And when we don't hit it, we're like, oh, something's wrong. We got to change something. We got to do things. But then when we recognize like we're not actually saying thank you to the other money that's coming in that may not make us to 10K. However, you're still getting paid, honey. And that is so important, especially this $80 just being deposited in your bank account. I was working with a client the other day and she was like, holy shit, like I had a huge tax return. Another client, they were like, you know, I need a lot. I need more money in my life, more money, more money. And I was like, let's focus more on opening yourself to receiving versus this like goal of like trying to control how the money comes in. And she got dropped like, $50 worth of uh, gift cards. Like that is abundance too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I really think that, and like you said, there's a difference between manifesting and goal setting. I, mm-hmm. I genuinely believe that. And I just think that when we goal set, we just get so laser focused mm-hmm. on trying to get to that one thing. And I mean, I think goals come into play in very specific settings but I even watch myself with my goal setting in my business. I was just talking to Jesse. My vision for business has changed so many times. Mm-hmm. And I am finally landing on a vision that aligns with me and I feel lit up about. At the same time, when I first started Q1, January of this year, my goal was to make 10K. That was my goal in my business. And then I made it. And then I was like, what's next? So many people hit that goal. And then they're like, well, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. Or they stop. And it's like, you got to realize that this is a lifestyle, that this Mm -hmm. is something that you do every single day. And if you hit that goal, that's amazing. That's a milestone. Mm -hmm. But you keep moving. Right. Exactly. And that's the milestone within the mission and the vision. And what I think is important, I love how you shared like how it's changed, whether you are a business owner or you're just living through life and you're creating like a vision for your life, like in 10 years, where do you want to be? That is so, so important. And to recognize that your vision can change. I know I was someone who used to lock on to the vision that I made. I made a promise to myself that that was the vision. That's what I wanted. And then I changed and I tried to hold on to the same vision and just things weren't clicking. And I was like frustrated with myself until I sat down and I was like, okay, but like, is this still what I want? Is this, is this still me? Like, am I still wanting like that type of friend group? am I still wanting that type of lifestyle or like, I really wanted to get into like the DJ lifestyle, like house music, like have a bunch of friends who were DJs. Like that was the lifestyle. And that was like my vision of myself. And then when I started to shift, I started to recognize I like music, but I don't want to have that type of lifestyle. So I had to completely shift it. And even in my business, it's interesting 
because my vision has changed. It's like literally been a wave. It's been like, oh, this is my vision. What about this? Oh, what about this? And I finally sat down and looked at it the other day, especially after this huge, you know, new chapter I'm starting as a divine feminine healer. And it's so interesting because it came back to exactly what I wrote down last year, but it had a different meaning behind it, but it re-sparked this flame and it actually helped me write my mission of what I really want, the vision of who I am and what I want. And that has allowed me to set better goals. And again, I'm not even a goal setter either. I'm more of a like, this is a general idea of what I want. I'm going to let go control and I'm going to let it come to me. I'm going to put action to it, but I'm not going to consistently be like, all right, I have to do this KPI and this K I have to reach all of these number metrics to get there because that can hold us back in so many different ways. And then that can start saying like, shame on you for not hitting something. And when you just like, let it flow, you can kind of like look back and be like, all right, well, I achieved that. I achieved that. And then you can keep the momentum going. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, we can even bring it back. Let's take it from business to life again, because both people can like really understand that it comes into both aspects. You can really see this in anything that we're talking about, guys, is you put something out there and you're like, okay, this is what I want to achieve. Again, you miss every single little step that might redirect you. Mm -hmm. And I always say like, we as humans, we want to control because we, when we're not in control, we feel so unsafe. And that's just our biology. So you can't get rid of it, guys. You just have to learn how to navigate it. <laughs> um, and so this is, I like to call it the imaginary steering wheel. Like we grip onto it and we try to drive and we try to, you know, control where the car goes. And so we think we need to take the right turn. And so we take it, right? Because that's towards our goal. Mm-hmm. But think of it like this, what Jesse said, you made that goal in an old version of you. Old version of you made that goal. What's going to happen when you're the new version? Are you still trying to go after that goal? Right. And I I don't know about you guys, but like sometimes I will literally shed layers as the day goes on. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, I will wake up tomorrow and be like, whoa, completely pivoted everything. (laughs) And it's literally just because I find it finally clicked for Mm -hmm. me. Right. And if I didn't allow myself to have that flow, then that goal would hold me back. Like what Jesse said, mm-hmm. I, would, I would demonize myself for not reaching that goal or for saying, oh, well now I can't reach that goal because this plan that I want to do just has nothing to do with it. I mean, I just pivoted my whole business within the last you know, month planning this retreat. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to find like what lights me up. And I've always wanted to do in-person stuff, but I wanted the flexibility of being able to do it from home or to travel. and because in-person stuff is just so powerful. Mm-hmm. And then I went through that one retreat and I came back and I was like, I got to do this. Like, this is what I'm called to. And now that I'm planning mine, I literally, I'm looking up here because I literally have it all laid out in front of me. I'm like, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. If I listen to the Liz that in January was like, you have to sign this many people. You have to do this much one-on-one coaching. You got to make this much money. Let me tell you something. I wouldn't have even looked at retreats right now. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. don't leave room for fluidity. Mm, this is like, this is putting me in such a spot of like, 
we we've been talking about boxes a lot and in our one-on-one conversations and how like we can put ourselves in a box literally whatever aspect of life we're in like if we're like when we were in college and getting a major put ourselves in a box when we're starting to date someone and we feel that they have to be the one like with my relationship of four and a half years i put myself in a box because I was 25 years old. I dated him for four and a half years. I have to get married to him. That was the box I put myself in. And how I see this is I I explain to my clients about divine feminine and masculine energy. And I speak about how the divine masculine is this river bend. So it is the the structure and uh, the edges of what we are working towards. And the water, the river, the flow is the feminine. And we can set these structures up. And we can flow inside of these structures with our feminine energy. But also, if we decide to shift, if our femininity is like, hmm, you know what? This is a really creative idea. What if I like actually listen to the nudge? That's where I talk to our intuition. We we open up to our spirit guides if they want to come in and say, hey, here's this then we actually are able as feminine energy, as this like water bend, we can start to make a new part of the structure of the bend of the masculine energy. We're still working. This is like a full new reflection. I'm, I just added this to the speech that I ever gave, but it's like, you can add, you can pivot, you can move. You don't have to feel like you have to go down the same way that you set these barriers up break down the barriers, make new ones, you're still working towards something. And that's why it comes back to that mission, that vision. What is it? Because you can create anything. You're, you're water. You can fucking jump over to a different river if you want to. Like that's totally fair and totally up to you to do that. And it's really powerful to hear this story, Liz, about how you had this idea and this plan in your business in January. You went to this retreat And it was in person. It sparked. You're like, fuck, I want this. Like, I literally felt the same way about the retreat that I went to. I was like, yeah, me too. And now you're like, okay, I I am feeling this calling because I experienced something so powerful that I want to bring to someone else, to other people, to a community. So I'm going to put work into that. And maybe that means reversing or redirecting anything that's in my business right now and going over to the other side of the river bend. But you're still moving forward. And that is flexibility in your goal setting, your manifestations, in your overall vision. You're, again, taking yourself out of this box that we put ourselves in because we say, nope, this is our goal. I have to reach the goal before I move to something else. I know I've been there. I was there literally like two weeks ago. And my partner was like, you can just, you can do that if you want. I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, thanks for the reminder of me being able to be back in my power and speaking our truth of like, we get downloads and we have experiences that those are the nudges of life that say, this is what you do next. And if we don't listen and we say, no, 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 we have to follow our goals. Then the energy is just not there. Like you're literally holding yourself back from like your true Dharma of, of what's your calling. Yeah. Two things came up for me when you were talking about it. And like the first one was your analogy of kind of like the river, but the, um, the sides, I mean, think about it like this too. When you look at a river, sometimes maybe if it's, you know, flooded a couple of times or whatever, some of the edges may kind of start to erode away or fall. And let me tell you something, the universe will redirect you sometimes. (laughs) And like, if we have very, very strict goals, we don't listen to it. 
we start to, you know, again, use the imaginary steering wheel and say, no, we're going right. When the universe is like, no, you're supposed to go left. Mm -hmm. And I genuinely believe in this may not align with all of you, but you can find it, you know, find little nuggets in this that align with you in some sense. I believe that we have a journey that's already laid out for us. And when we ignore it, or we try to go in a certain way that our, you know, conscious mind or our ego wants us to go mm-hmm. to avoid fear, to maybe do something that we think we should be doing or other coaches are doing or whoever, then that's when we start to experience like unhappiness, unalignment, you know, frustration. And we just never actually reach, you may reach a goal and be like, well, damn, this doesn't feel what I thought it was going to feel like. Right. And it's because maybe it wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Right. And the second thing too, is like when I was mapping out my retreat, I started getting really excited and I was like, oh, well, what I'm going to do this is, and I was like, I stopped myself and I said, well, what's going to happen if I don't like running retreats, like being at one and running one, two totally different things, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like I'm giving myself that fluidity to go to one, run it see how it goes. Probably going to give myself a couple times because, you know, first one could be a shit show. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> I don't want to base it off of that, but I'm going to give myself a couple times and then see if it's still a part of my vision, right? Like I don't start building out this huge vision and then sticking to it. If I don't enjoy running retreats, we're starting at ground zero again, and we're going to go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. That's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And Liz, you taught me that this week about going back to the drawing board because I am someone who I was like, mm, you know what? If it doesn't work, it's just, it's not working. And we got to throw it in the trash. My mentors literally laugh at me when I say that, but I just, I, ha- I did not learn that until this week. And it's the, I've been using that a lot in not only my clients, but also talking to my partner, to my friends using the word going back to the drawing board. And I literally said to my partner today, like, you know, I've created this shift in my business and who I am and how I am showing up. And I literally like texted him. I said, I just want to burn everything to the ground. And I was like, wait, 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 hear me out. And he like sent a gif of like things blowing up. And uh, I was like, hear me out. It's not that I want everything to go away. I just don't feel aligned with certain things that I am presenting on my profile, like my highlights, like my website, like my link tree. Like it's just redirecting, going back to the drawing board and not blowing shit up with TNT and having to start from scratch. And that I feel like is something that has been a lesson over and over and over again of like, that's not what you do. Like when things aren't working out and like, this is for sure, like this is a reminder for everyone here if things aren't working out, that doesn't mean that you have to give up and like throw in the towel. It just means like what needs to shift, go back to your vision and your mission and like see what is working and like listen to yourself. Like this is a huge like opportunity for you to tune into your body and like talk to yourself. Be like, what's going on in here? Like, where am I feeling this? And maybe you pull a tarot card, maybe you pull an orga card, maybe you do a meditation on it, maybe you journal about it, whatever your practice is. But that's like this opportunity to say, okay, I'm feeling misaligned with like what's ahead. I feel like I have to do this. I have to throw it away. I have to go a different direction. But that's what our ego is saying. Like that's the fear. And the fear is probably getting triggered by something else. And that's the most important part about this, like 
healing journey, this like awareness is self-reflection is like, don't react, sit down and like, think about it and think about it from different angles versus Mm -hmm. like just trying to redirect, like go back again. I'll say it again to the vision and the mission to realign yourself. Yeah. I think it's also really important too. This is a lie for a lot of my clients recently, actually. Um, your vision also needs to be aligned with something that is deep rooted to your values mm-hmm. and your why, mm-hmm. or you're not going to follow through. Mm-hmm. I have so many of my clients come to me and they're just like, I want to, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to do this or I want to do that. But I just like, I can't stick to it. I don't know why I can't do these daily things that I need to do. Like my one client, it was so funny. She had a whole morning routine that was working so well for her. She was eat, she was drinking warm lemon water and that's what started her morning routine. And then she would go journal and whatever. It's starting to get warm out. So now she doesn't make warm lemon water. Whole morning routine has stopped. Mm. And I said, let's take a step back here. <laughs> I said, it's not about the lemon water. You don't have a why behind why you're getting ass out your ass out of bed and having a morning routine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you doing it? Right? Mm-hmm. What is it giving to you? What is it bringing to your life? Mm-hmm. And you have to really ask yourself that stuff, guys. If you want to lose weight, if you want to start a diet, if you want to start meditating, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Is it, it cannot be because me and Jesse told you to. It cannot be because social media says it's good for you. It is. There's facts behind it. But at the end of the day, if you have zero why behind what you're trying to do every single day, it, you'll fall off. Mm-hmm. You'll fall off because but, you're going to. Yeah. Be- wow. That is like, and I know we've said this in a, a podcast episode, like in the last month, but like literally like you just made me think about like all of my clients and anytime they fall off on theirs, but like specifically like very, very self-thought here is like my why to when I lost weight, like I lost 45 pounds in a year. And my why was because I didn't want to hate my body anymore. And then when I went on this whole mindset journey, this whole spirituality, it was because I didn't want to hate my mind anymore. Like all of mine came from this very self-hatred spot. Like I don't want to hate myself anymore. And every time there's like this any little bit of the thought of like, like you did something wrong. Like, I hate you. Like, that's usually where my mind goes. Like it'll go there. And I'll be like, it'll remind me of my why it'll remind me, Whoa, go back to your practice a little bit more right now because your why is to never feel like that ever fucking again. And it's interesting because whether you are wanting to start your own business, you have your own business, you want to really go into your own self as you're working as a nurse or you're working in corporate America, asking yourself why in and outside of the workplace, like they might line up. They might allow you to have like two parts of yourself that you can still honor in the world. Like I know when I had different parts of myself when I was in corporate America, but I also had my own. And it was, I was, had the ability of like, why am I in corporate America? Why am I working so hard? Cause I'm a badass bitch and I want to fucking rise to the top. And when I got to that goal, when we talk about like, you get to that goal, I got that promotion. And I was like, I don't feel good. This is, this isn't what I want. And then I had to reevaluate my why. And I was like, ah, I want to help people, but I don't want to help people this way. Like, I don't want to help people plan their events. Like I want to plan my own events for, for my clients. Like that's where it came. So it's like, 
constantly going back to that why and like I want to see fucking everyone's why like if people are listening like you I know you are hi I see you I want you to say like this is my why and send it to Liz and I like that is so important to not only write it down but also share it out like that shit is accountability and when you tell more people the collective hears you the universe hears you louder and you feel more powerful to be like I don't do this alone I have other people cheering for me and that's the coolest fucking thing about sharing your why with others. Yeah, I agree. And let me tell you guys, if you want to reach out to me, I will do a free why audit because I'm going to bet you everything in my bank account right now. You don't know your real why. You hear and that? I- Liz is going to give you her money if <laughs> <laughs> you have a real why. I'm paying it out. Let me tell you something. You don't have a real why. And I'm going to tell you this. And this is why. It's not that your why doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, is that your why is most likely, unless you've worked with a coach or you know this type of work yourself, is very surface level. Mm -hmm. And it's because a lot of us, I didn't know this, I had to learn this throughout the years of doing this type of work is a lot of us don't know how to somatically question ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so you say, okay, this is a really quick example. I want to exercise every day because that's a really popular goal of everyone's, Mm -hmm. right? I want to exercise every day. Why? And a lot of people say, you know, well, I want to be healthy. I want to lose weight. Why? I want to love my body. I want to have energy. Why? Why do you want to love your body? Why do you want to have energy? Well, because then I'm more confident. And then I have a little bit more like calmness to myself. I'm not so reactive to my kids. I have a better sex life with my husband when I'm confident. Why do you want to have a better sex life? Why do you want to not be so reactive to your kids? Well, because I don't want you know, my life and my kid's life to be how I grew up. Boom. You want to break the cycle. Mm Want to work out every single day because you want to break the cycle. See how that's a lot different than I want to be healthy and I want to look good. You have to really just get down to that deep, deep, deep root. And so guys, again, (laughs) let me audit your whys. (laughs) And Liz just gave you the best tidbit. Like anytime you're feeling any emotion, and you just say like, I'm anxious, ask yourself, that's like literally my favorite thing. Why, why, why? Like, what's the purpose of that? Like, why are you feeling that way? Because it is always deeper than what you truly think it is. So yeah, I'm excited to see what these audits are when they come your way. Cause like that is that that free coaching right there, baby. Unless, unless, unless Liz pays you, you know, I'm still, I'm waiting for that (laughs) one to come through. She's going to say, Whoa, Jess, I just gave all of these people my money because they're right. But I, I think that she has a point I think we're going to need to get a little bit deeper on your whys. <laughs> a, a little bit deeper, guys. I'm telling you, if you've already worked with a coach, don't bamboozle me and don't come at me. <laughs> you already edited why. I'm going to try and send you my why. <laughs> no, but it's so important to really just, and like what Jesse said, this is with everything. Oh my gosh. It's even with like, let's talk relationships for a quick second. You're upset with your partner. You don't feel heard. You don't, you feel, you know, abandoned something. Why? Mm-hmm. why ask yourself why until you cannot ask it anymore until you literally have no other answers mm-hmm. right you gotta dig because like when we are so surface level that's like our prefrontal cortex we're in the conscious mind we're trying to logically think about it you're not in your energy you're not in your authentic version of yourself the ego is a hundred percent present if you're allowing it to be if you're not aware of it Right. So it's just really important to ask yourself that question. It's the biggest question. Yeah. 
and and to find silence. I feel like that I ask my question a lot. I asked my a lot of, myself a lot of questions this week and I needed to be in by myself, like in my own energy, like lock the kids out, like have daddy take them on a little date, like give yourself the space in your house, like tell your boyfriend, don't call or text, like friends, DND, give yourself the fucking space. Stop giving so many other people because when we try to fill ourselves with other people and other energies because we don't understand our why or we are feeling a certain way, you're going to continue to relive that over and over and over again. So give yourself just an hour of silence. Tap back into that why. Send it over to Liz and uh, let's let's find that mission. Let's find that true goal so you can actually fucking stick to it and get what you want. Yeah, 100%. You will reach it. You'll completely surpass it if you have a deep-rooted goal. Mm -hmm. And that's even like the stage that I'm in right now is, okay, retreats light me up. I love to even like, I love planning them. I love thinking about them. I'm excited. What is my why? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to discover right now is like, what is my why? Why am I going to show up for these people over and over and over? Why am I going to spend, take time out of my life to travel, to show up for these people, Mm -hmm. right? So that's the, and it's okay to not know your why right away. It's I'm, I'm discovering mine right now and Mm -hmm. you can too, but it's really just the question of like, if you want to create your vision or you have a vision, it needs to light you the fuck up. Mm -hmm. It needs you to make, it needs to make you almost cry. Mm -hmm. Like it needs to hit you on the heartstrings deep, deep, deep down where that vision's going to just not come to life. And I, I got to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you can have so many whys. You don't, you don't just have to have one. Like there are so many different ounces of life that you can have your whys. Liz, tell them when your retreat is and where it's at and how to contact you if they're in the area. Yeah. So it's May 7th and it's going to be in the Philadelphia area. We're starting small. We are going to start expanding. Um, but it's going to be in the Philadelphia area. If you are in that area, please reach out to me. There are limited spots. So, and it's filling up pretty quick. So just let me know. You can reach me at wellness with period Liz with two Z's message me or the link in my bio has the link to sign up. Yes. Mm, And I'm excited for when I can attend one of these events. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be so cool. I have a couple spiritual healers coming with me. So you will be completely surrounded by these powerful women, um, one of which completely changed my life. She is my spiritual healer, uh, my sound healer. So I am just so excited to share her with the world. Um, But yeah, there's going to be so many powerful people there. So if you are in the Philly area, just take the opportunity, take the day. It's a day long Mm -hmm. to just come, not only expose yourself to the community, but give yourself some, a a chance to really dip your toes into being like spiritually connected to yourself. Mm -hmm. That's a whole new level that second you open that door, baby, you're, you're yeah. And like, as someone who just went to their first in-person, like spiritual retreat as someone who's very fucking spiritual and my first time going to one, like my advice is like, just let yourself be held people like by these spiritual fucking goddesses. Like it is something about our energy. Like we're in it about our energy that just drops you deeper and allows you to feel safe, to find your why, to 
unlock your purpose, to unlock some emotions that you may have been stuck with and to do it within a community. That shit is so powerful because we have been doing shit on our own for so fucking long. You're not alone and you're not just with a healer. You're with multiple healers you're with multiple people healing themselves in the collective energy. Holy shit is a fucking explosion. It really is. It'll change your life. And like, if you can't make it to mine, go to a spiritual retreat at some point in your life. It is completely transformative. And it also shows you not only that, again, like what Jesse said, there's other people experiencing what you're going through. Being seen and heard is huge. But at the same time, you look at these spiritual healers and you see what you can actually live up to and who you can embody and be if you continue this work. That's honestly what I what got me so excited about this work was I saw Laura, Laura my sound healer, and I was like, I want to be her. Mm-hmm. That was me at my spiritual, my spiritual retreat. I saw two girls. They were sound healers. They literally were like, you can play dress up if you want. They had these like long, beautiful uh, feather earrings. One of them is like a singer DJ. I like literally posted on my story, like me, like singing a John Mayer song after I recorded a meditation. I'm like, who am I? Fuck yeah. Like express your voice, people. <laughs> yes. Yes. In person's completely different. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. So if you guys can come out, let me know. Um, if not, keep an eye out. We will be expanding soon. Yay! My friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us on this goal setting episode. We had such good nuggets. And uh, as always, we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.